You're listening to the Big Locals Podcast, a podcast platform built to serve the locals. Join us as we follow the innovative, eccentric, and movers and shakers of the Denver community. Brought to you by the not-so-local host, Ian Jimeno. Shop local, support local, Big Locals Podcast. episode of the third season of Big Locals Podcast. So excited to have you all here and stoked for who you're about to hear, Chris and Wes of Harmonic Media. Chris is a force to be reckoned with on the sales side and Wes is the fearless general manager of the business. Uh, You might have heard Wes's insight on Harmonic Media's relationship with their clients on the audiogram I put on Instagram at Big Locals Podcast. It's not about the sale or transaction. It really is about the relationship that they build with the clients. From working on the X Games promotions to bestowing a Broncos uniform on the Egyptian god of the afterlife to perfectly fitting vehicle decals to marketing to the MLB All-Star Game, Harmonic Media knows how to fulfill the client's wants, needs, and everything in between. Be sure to leave a like, follow, subscribe, review, five stars, or whatever for the podcast. I want the world to hear about the up-and-coming Denver entrepreneurs and artists of this day and age. The featured artist that I will be playing throughout the episode is the one and only In The Whale, specifically requested by Chris and Wes. The Colorado Native Band is currently doing a tour in Europe, but I can't wait till they come back to the States. Their sick riffs and their in-your-face sound is enough to get you juiced up in the morning, and ever since In The Whale released music to the public, caffeine sales have gone down. Checkmate, Starbucks. Now, without further ado... Let's jump into the conversation with Chris Gartman and Wes Yeltmington of Harmonic Media. Chris and Wes of Harmonic Media. How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Big Locals Podcast. Yay, me. Thanks for having us. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I wish I had a radio interview or a radio show. Uh, I think growing up, uh, having a face made for radio and just a voice made for radio, um, <laughs> it, it really, uh, you know, podcasting is the next free thing for me without having to abide by FCC rules. So thanks so much uh, for just even listening. I appreciate that for sure. Absolutely. No, thanks for doing what you do. I mean, it's a, it's a great pro- podcast. We're big fans. Uh, thanks again for having us. I'll have you guys introduce yourselves and what your, what roles you guys play in harmonic media. Uh, we have Wes and Chris, uh, Wes, maybe you go first and, uh, what do you do over at harmonic? Uh, well, hey, what do you, what do I do? What do I do? Um, I'm the general manager. Uh, so I basically run all day-to-day operations, um, just as a whole. Uh, to kind of give a little bit about who we are. Uh, we are a large format graphics company. We do large format printing, um, experiential graphics and, uh, signage for pretty much anything. Um, we're a very creative crew. So, um, we're, we're kind of the weird kids in the sign industry. Um, we do, you know, our, our niche is custom, but we'll do 
everything when it comes down to it, pretty much. Um, we've got the ability to, with three partners and, you know, internally. So it's a lot, it's a, it's a different vibe over here than your normal side shop for sure. Yeah. If, if I can interject before you go, Chris, uh, you said experiential. Um, what exactly is that? I mean, I, I can, I experience a lot of things, but having graphics being an experiential thing, maybe define that or elaborate that a, a little bit more. Well, one of the terms, uh, you know, we've heard in the last couple of years is that experiential marketing. It's something that you go out and you go see, you get to do a bit of, you, you get to experience it. Um, you know, one of the capabilities Harmonix added over the last couple of years is fabrication as well. Uh, so we've got a fabrication shop in the back here that, uh, you know, can help build out things like, uh, um, so I'm trying not to, uh, uh mention any projects I name that I can't quite get, uh, but you know, we have assets that are, uh, taken out for the public to literally interact with, um, you know, gotcha. mostly pre COVID, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a, an experiential is this thing where you, yeah, you get to be part of it. You get to be, uh, it's more than just like graphic on the wall at this point. It's getting to where, you know, a lot of people, especially now with social media being um, a big a marketing push for everybody, is having props, having opportunities to do, you know, pictures in front of a backdrop um, or something of the sort that is specific to that event or even, you know, exhibits or things of the sort that just happen to be throughout the year that are big marketing type of campaigns. Yeah. Um, pop, pops and stuff like that, even they'll really want to push that experiential part of it other than just popping up a trailer, selling swag out of the trailer or whatever. They want to make a statement that they were there. Mm. Yeah. And the first thing that comes to mind is you guys produced the X Games 2019, right? Um, a lot of people were doing selfies, taking pictures with it. Um, and just, I don't know, you can touch it. You can feel it. It's part of the experience. And it's sort of like this huge welcome sign into this huge event, right? And you guys partook in that. Did you guys work with the X Games crew or how was your involvement with that? Yeah, X Games has been a partner of ours for six years now. Um, we've done a, a lot of different event stuff for them between winter and summer games. It started out kind of just doing some of the smaller stuff for them to help them out. They needed somebody local to source some stuff. And then it just grew through our creative capabilities and our design team internally to be able to actually develop um, a lot of the props and some of the environmental graphics that were up and around in the, I guess you would call them villages at the time. They've gained a lot of prop work that we've used and they continue to use that year in, year out for different things too. And with all that, I mean, you, you see it sometimes on like ESPN, ESPN two, where there's just these random tents, canopies, and, um, I don't know, people want some beer. They're hanging out under these custom designs and graphics that I would assume that harmonic media has some sort of affiliation with, right. Uh, maybe just overall theme even, you know, I mean, certain X games have like this sort of like splatter pattern or, um, maybe like a tie dye pattern, you know what I mean? Um, what sort of is that process like, you know, it's, it usually starts out from, you know, the client and what they're looking at for that year. Um, we've seen a variety, um, of different things come through with them having just such a big footprint in, in the sports industry and especially in the action sports side of everything that they come up with some wild things. And it's always, you know, there's budgetary things that always come up, but it's always think big, think crazy. And, you know, we're not shying away from any of that. We're like, sure, let's see what we can come up. 
you know, how far can we get? And, you know, having experiences of doing um, a remote control snowmobile track that has frozen letters that we made on it, you know, that they, they did for, I think it was two years. And then just big giant logos that were around that have LED spotlights in them. They're like, hey, how do we get so that at night when people are roaming around or going to the concert, they can see them, you know, that they're still at the X Games. How do we make this work? Things like that. So it just kind of starts this creative like brainstorm. And then all of a sudden it just weeds down into what, you know, what's a reality. And then it's from there, it's just the magic of making it happen. It sounds like you guys are city planners to a certain degree <laughs> without the infrastructure or uh, any of the uh, taxpayers money uh, involved, but that's kind of cool. And with landing these cool clients, um, I assume that the marketing and public relations uh, team of Harmonic Media just does a fantastic job with this stuff. Is that where you kind of come in, Chris, with sales and the marketing portion of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm a recent uh, hire of Harmonic. I've actually uh November of last year, uh, was at a competitor, but really this is kind of the, the local business, you know, working with, uh, you know, a locally owned business, a small business, um, actually about seven, seven or eight years prior, um, is when I met the harmonity. Uh, I was actually a client. I uh, was building custom airstreams at the time. Um, after a, uh, the vendor at the time, just they marred up the airstream doing a, a graphics wrap. I was looking for a new vendor. And reach out to Harmonic. I saw their work, and it became more uh, of a partner relationship rather than uh, a vendor-client relationship. So, stayed in touch with them, stayed friends with the guys, uh, the guys and gals here, two year for, for ages. And then that I reached out uh, to uh, Tyler. Said, "Hey, I, I know someone. Perfect. Who? Me." And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess my name had been kicked around as someone like me. But uh, that, that's my ego boost today. There are. I brought on to help take on the sales. That's one thing that a lot of businesses tend to put off longer than they should, in my opinion, is having you know more of a dedicated sales team, um, just because it allows. Uh, you know, Wes was doing a lot of sales. Tyler was doing a lot of sales. Uh, they both were very. They did a really great job, but they were being pulled in multiple directions, going from sales then to being creative or uh, doing the marketing, things like that. It just, it's two different mindsets and going from one to the other is tough and, you know, not being able to focus as much as it like. So, uh, you know, brought me on board to kind of be a, a sole point of contact. You know, Wes is still, uh, helping a lot with sales and all, you know, as I'm, I'm getting in, but, uh, um, when it comes to the PR, we've got like, everyone kind of pulls their share. You know, we've got people who are great with LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, just getting phones, uh, you know, it's kind of a team effort. We all are, are, have our strong suits and are making sure to, yeah, to, uh, utilize that because they're all different, uh, they're all different, you know, social media, LinkedIn's completely different than Instagram. It's two different. Oh yeah. Two different thought processes. You know. And a lot of the pictures I have on my Instagram would not fly on LinkedIn. So I, I totally agree with that. Uh, especially Facebook before Instagram was around, you know, you, the college days are a different pit of hell, if you ask me. Um, so w with that, I, I, I like how you brought up, Chris, um, the, the local scene and how you kind of miss that compared to like an international company. With that whole organic growing and grassroots um, familiarity, I mean, with Harmonic starting in 2007 as like, I'm sure it was a small business with the Linvols, 
um, just growing up uh, as such. I mean, how do you think it even thrived through the Great Recession of like 2008 and then maybe get punched in the gut and then get brought up to this point where it's even thriving through COVID, you know? Yeah, Tyler's been um, very resilient. You know, starting a business, not in the prime time to start a business to begin with. And then just, you know, through the years, seeing all the ups and downs of the economy and how things have fallen. Um, he's just done a great job. And it's building those unique relationships with people. We have clients that have been with us for all 14 years that we've been in business. And they buy us through and through. And it's because of the fact that we are, we're upfront, we're honest with them on getting things in and done. We take chances with them. We don't just leave them laying out there. And, you know, we cherish that relationship. We don't take it for granted that they're there to support us just as much as we are there to support them. And we're working together. It's a partnership. It's not a client-vendor relationship at all. And Tyler's driven that into our culture within the company. And we all stand behind that too. We all take ownership in what we do here. I started here six, seven years ago, something like that now. And basically walked through the door and understood where, you know, his mentality was at with how he wanted to, you know, have everybody be perceived on the street when it came to us. And I just fell in line. You know, I, I walked through the door every day, just as if this is my company, it ownership and everything that we do. And I, you know, this is my baby. So, you know, I take pride in having Chris here and the rest of our team to making sure that, you know, we're all having that mentality and we want to be, you know, we, we don't want to have just a customer. We want to have relationships with people. We want to be part of the community. We want to be, you know, rock stars of what we do, but then helping the other people that we're working with be rock stars of what they do, showing off what they're capable. Yeah. And I think Chris, uh, sort of shed some light on that too. Like it no longer felt like a client customer, uh, relationship. It was now a partnership. And with being in the business for 14 years with Harmonic Media just growing, right? And seeing all these recessions and just being punched to the gut or just being resilient over time, um, I'm sure the culture has changed so much ever since day one. And maybe like there's some foundational culture aspects that people need to you know follow. Otherwise, it's just not going to work with the chemistry of the team, right? It's really hard to hold team members as if they owned a part of the company as well, you know, um, as opposed to someone who's just clocking in and clocking out just for that paycheck, right? Having someone that feels ownership towards that product, which it, it seems like everyone is just all smiles over there. I mean, from like um, Instagram uh, posts to any sort of social media interaction, um, people enjoy doing what they do over at Harmonic Media, you know? I mean, with you, Chris, coming in uh, in November of 2020, right? I mean, I'm sure that's some sort of like a culture shock, if you will, uh, even at a local perspective, going from an international company to something like Harmonic Media. What's your take and what's your experience with it? Again, I knew the culture from the outside. You know, I got to see that um, similar to how you see it, being a partner, you know, for as long as it was and, and seeing it on the outside, you know, looked great once i got in it got even better yeah like you said treats it like it's their company it's it's us it's we you know these are our you know these are our uh, clients these are our partners it's not you know his or mine or anyone's it's everyone's here to you know do the best they can and be the the best they can and take these 
um, bring other clients and agencies and to the next level and make sure they're accountable and, and the authenticity. I mean, we've got some creative services here, um, that, uh, you know, Wes Tunneler, Jace, uh, are all part of, you know, there's that authenticity. They're creative. We're all creatives. Mm-hmm. And in some way or another, um, I'm not artistic in vision sense. I'm more of a musician. That's my, my background, but we're all creative and we all want to create and make cool things. So, um, that's really, mm-hmm. really where it differs from the corporate side, the, the international corporate side. As much as I like my nine to five and it definitely puts the roof over my head, um, you're sort of suppressed, um, in a certain degree where, um, certain ideas just take a long time due to bureaucracy or, um, there's just way too many hands that it gets passed through before, um, maybe a higher up approves of a new technology or a new way of thinking with, uh, how to log certain information. I mean, I'm a, I'm a geologist by trade and there's hardly any creative, uh, portion to it so usually it's just like take a magnifying glass and like yeah that's definitely red clay you know or something like that so but yeah i mean as far as the creative aspect of it you guys have like an insane creative team i mean everything that i've seen via social media and you know with your bigger projects what is it like empathy museum a mile in my shoes exhibit uh, arvada rentals the big trucking company i mean the car wraps that you guys do are seamless i mean with the things that the colors pop, the fonts are appropriate. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen like old English letters on like, I don't know, yellows and greens. And like, what are you doing? You know, it doesn't look appropriate. Um, and even with the X Games 2019 and seeing stuff like that, you know, I mean, the creative team definitely knows their stuff. So what's, what's that process like? I mean, what, what, cor- what sort of background do you have prior to coming into harmonic media and I mean, maybe like tattoo artists would do well here or something like that. I'm not sure. So What's that sort of look like? My background started in doing retail POP work. So point of purchase sale design, uh, you know, kits, graphic kits for gas stations, uh, McDonald's. I worked with McDonald's for years, um, places like that. Uh, I came from a big corporate entity a long time ago and um, just in Jace, who is our, our design director now he's been brought up here you know he's learned how to how to do certain things from here he's just diligent i mean just he's astute for what he does every day he's always learning he's always doing something really cool and he's trying to make himself better and i think that's what we all do here um but for us it was just we've all come from different sides of design um i came from learning how to design pop work in retail and doing things at what we call the 55 mile an hour mentality you know, you have your hierarchy of things that you need to pick up. You know, there's your primary, secondary, and tertiary messaging that happens and you've got to do it. And you've got two seconds to capture somebody's attention. So how do you do that? Make it legible, make it bright, and make it so that it's memorable in some way. And then Tyler, you know, came from, you know, traditional sign shop type of stuff, um, learning how to do graphics and design, doing large banners and, you know, uh, tenant finishing stuff for corporate offices and things like that and then jace has been learning and doing and designing for a plethora of different things i mean website he's doing websites now and doing you know he's you know working on our social media he's into video stuff now and learning how to do some of that to help out for some of our marketing stuff um and just figuring out 
what the clients want to have, you know, working with them too, you know, figuring out what their creative teams are bringing to the table and, you know, not taking sole responsibility for doing the design. I mean, everything that we've come up with for our design work, it may have started in-house and, but when it gets down to it, it's a partnership. We got to, you know, we've got to know what the client wants to have done, work with them to make sure that they're getting what they want out of it. So it's a, it's a, it's a different aspect than just trying to come up with a great piece of art. You know, we got a mentality of like the art's got to be functional. Yeah. The functionality definitely comes to mind where, uh, I did not know that I was laying eyes on a harmonic media product when I was going through the Denver international airport and I saw the strips of like, Hey, walk this way. You guys did that. Right. I mean, the DIA does not care about like the creative process of like, Oh, we need to uh, incorporate Blucifer in this or something like that. You know, we need to, uh, you know, make it functional. People need to know where to go and everything like that. So, uh, functionality is definitely an important piece to that puzzle. Right. Yeah. The miles of stripes, literally miles of striping. <laughs> uh, but there is a lot of design that goes into that too. Cause there's a lot of thought process of what's going to make it so that people are going to understand what it is and how to follow too. Um, and that's part of where my expertise comes in on the retail side is you learn how to do design for wayfinding and to get from point A to point B or to have somebody be directed to something specific. Um, but Den, Den is very involved in the design process for a lot of that stuff. We worked with them for quite a few years and their creative team over there is great. And it was fun to work with a lot of the projects but then be a partner to them too and going, Hey, we've got an idea for this and coming up with something to show. Uh, and it's, it's like that with a lot of our clients where they come to us with an idea and that's the idea. That's the jumping off point to help myself or Jace or Tyler come up with the graphics package or work in tandem with them to get that creative done. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, how far back do the clients usually give you their idea? But I mean, let me elaborate. Um, let's say if they were to come to you guys for a certain event, let's say it is something like the X Games, right? Up in the mountains, there's some sort of um, big banquet, maybe a wedding, and they love snowboarding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say they just come to you with that. Do you come back to them saying like, all right, what's your favorite color? What, <laughs> I mean, you, give me a freaking bone here sort of thing, right? At what point do you say like, okay, now I have enough information to go by. Let me draft you up a a proposal with certain things that we think would look great in this background or in this sort of village setting, right? Um, at, at what point do you think that it's okay? Let me draft you up this and let's move on with the final products based on what your revisions are. A lot of it comes up into that relationship point. Um, we, we spend a lot of time doing consulting, you know, when the client comes in and has an idea for something, somebody or a group will get on the phone or zoom or whatever to, or, you know, they're comfortable with coming in and meeting and just having a conversation, figuring out, you know, what they like, what they don't like ideas that they may have. Cause a lot of people can see it in their head, but can't get it out, you know, in words, exactly what they're looking for, but they know what they don't like. So finding that is a very crucial point too, to say, 
you know, if you have ideas, great. Shoot me some ideas that you do like, but shoot me stuff that you don't. Chris is great with, you know, initiating those conversations too. Um, even if it's not on getting the creative standpoint down early, it's still facilitating the conversation and building that relationship to get to where we can get to the point to grow the idea and figure out what they need and what they're looking for. Yeah. Any take on that, Chris? Yeah. And then, um, you know, getting things to clients, having that discussion and, you know, maybe getting a first draft. I actually like hearing no. I mean, of course I'd like to hear it. Yes, but well, no. Okay, great. But you like this. That kind of gives a jumping off point versus, uh, you know, uh, some, you know, handsome, something like, oh, okay. It gives us no direction. So, you know, conversations, getting uh, a definitive answer one way or another allows us to elaborate on it. And then again, you know, Wes can be in that conversation where we sign to then take it to the next level, which is great. And a lot of time, you know, clients come to, to us with an idea and that might spark something else, might spark a new idea. Okay, this is great, but it's better if you had, uh, you know, and again, it comes back to that partnership where we get to, we get to be creative and we get to put ideas together. You know, some just, you know, some just a creative team. I mean, anyone here, everyone's input is welcome uh, across the board, which is great. Uh, I, my first week here, uh, we were working on a project um, and uh, can't give the name yet, sorry. It's too... <laughs> um, we're wrapping it up, but... Uh, I love it. There's so much mystery behind these. I love it. Um, yeah, well, that's one of the great things we do is we, you know, get to work with all, you know, all these cool projects, but then we don't get a lot of people about them sometimes, so... Uh, and then the man behind the curtain, the man behind the curtain. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, but we got together and, uh, you know, every you know, team that was, uh, in the shop that day, uh, we all sat down, spent half hour, 45 minutes and just spitball ideas. Um, because the client wasn't sure where they wanted to go. Uh, we got it back to them. They signed off first round. Uh, oh my God, we love this. It's better than we thought. Um, so that's a pretty cool first week. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, we get it, you know, get it be creative and get those, those partnerships and work to better the pro, uh, you know, to better it, uh, and make the best possible, whether it's an experiential activation or graphics or whatever it is, um, you get to the, to the point of what kind of, you know, what's the best, uh, substrate to use for the sprint, for the graphic, is it A, B or C, you know, we get to be the, the experts so they can lean on us, uh, for whatever work and whatever will work best for that. So it's a, it's a good position to be in. Yeah, for sure. It reminds me of this time. So only until recently, uh, I had my birthday and my wife's birthday are like, our birthdays are two days away from each other. And we decided to do just uh, this one dinner. And we thought, you know, what's the coolest thing that we could do? And we thought, hey, let's let's hire a local personal chef. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do it. So we ended up um, hiring uh Matt from uh, Zest and Saver, and he was like, all right, I, I love this idea, a little birthday dinner for both of you guys. What do you guys like to eat? I'm like, everything? <laughs> He's like, that does not help at all. You know? <laughs> I feel like I was one of those clients where I was just, you know, not giving him a bone to actually work with. It's like, well, are you allergic to anything? You know, <laughs> let's start there, you know? So I can only imagine, you know, with something like graphics where, it's their brand. No, it's their baby, their business. And you want to make sure that you're cultivating it and raising it appropriately. 
and making sure that the owner of this business is 100%, if not 110%, and getting those reactions, like you just said, Chris, where this is better than we even thought, right? Getting those reactions just brighten everyone's day and making sure that um, their baby is raised appropriately, metaphorically speaking. That's something that you that you want, uh, especially through Harmonic Media. It seems like you guys are really honing down on that and just making sure that everyone's happy in the long run. Yeah. And it's funny because like that project that we were just talking about, not only the clients saying to us, you know, during installation that, oh, this is great. We love it. They were, you know, come like beyond enthused about everything that was happening. But while we were working on it, the team internally was like, I can't wait to see this. This is great. And they were so excited to have it. And that's what we want to try to have with every project that runs to the shop. You know, we want to be excited about it just as much as the client. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the enthusiasm goes a long way. I can't tell you how many times like people had some really good business ideas, even here, um, it, like on the Big Locals podcast, people talking about other business ideas that just never came into fruition just because the enthusiasm from other people never brought them up. They never thought it was a great idea because other people thought it was just, you know, just another fart in the whirlwind, you know, just like it's such a small thing that they could never see uh, come into fruition. So that enthusiasm coming from both sides is so important, if you ask me, you know. Well, at the end of the day, it's not our name on it. So we realize that. Yeah. Um, and we leave the ego at the door. I mean, uh, you know, the X Games, it's not, you know, presented by Harmonic Media. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. You won't want the budget for that, but it's a labor of love. Yeah, exactly. And you get a, and you get a seat out there in the open, but we get to, we do our job, we crunch it, we, you know, we're putting it out there and the brands, the expectations are that's being pushed and the level is just up there that they're enthusiastic. And that's our work, I think, for it. So we get to um, do these cool things that. Yeah, really push it and get to see the, the, at the end of the day, we get to see the, uh, the flavor or our, uh, our work, our work. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's fun because it's, we don't do the same thing every day, very often. You know, it's, it's a new challenge every day. Um, lots of, lots of different ideas always coming through the door. Um, and it's just fun to like, have those conversations with the team of, Hey, I've got a client, they've got an idea. Let's take a look at this, you know, get with a group of guys and just spitball what's happening and figure out what we can come up with, present something, and then just say, love what you did. Idea is great. Here's what we're doing, you know, and give, give them something to go off of to say, okay, now let's all pull up, you know, our ideas together. Let's get all of this. Cause we want them to be involved just as much as we are. Yeah. You guys mentioned an interesting point earlier where um, I I would have never guessed that Harmonic Media was behind so many of these other events, you know, whether it be X Games, whether it be Denver International Airport and sort of waypoint finding and things like that. What's your method of publicizing what Harmonic Media does? I mean, I'm seeing so many cool things on social media and I feel like that's your best outlet towards getting people to know what you do around the, the neighborhood, the 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 city itself in Denver, in even greater Denver. Um, have you thought of any other ways of uh, publicizing a lot of what Harmonic Media does? A lot of it's built on relationships. You know, 
a lot of our business is referral as well. Look at chunk of our businesses, referral based. Uh, also, I mean, just word, yeah, just word of mouth in general. People see kind of we do. Um, Harmonic's a bit different than your traditional sign company uh, or graphics company. I mean, here at our office, there's probably to be harmonics, couple harmonic wrapped vehicles that you'll see around town. Um, and it's not just your standard harmonic media. Call us at this number. Um, it's it's art. It's something creative. It's something inspirational that, that really represents kind of who we are and what we do. You know, like the the mirror behind us. Um, you know, kind of take that. Uh, I also want to say that punk rock ethos, like uh, uh, very much so. You know, we're the the DIY, if you will. I feel like that DIY world really is, is just ingrained into harmonic media. You know, where you're like, let's just figure it out. You know, there, there's really nothing that we can't figure out, especially when we work with clients. And the end goal is making sure that they're happy. I mean, there's so many other paths. All roads lead to Rome, you know? Yeah. And then the, the mentality of anything's possible is where we kind of live. You know, there's not, there's not very many times or anything where I see the team go, we can't do that. And if there is that roadblock that hits it's we can't do that but we can do this whether that alternative leads in the exact same direction or not um you know is is just figuring that out along the way but it is very much that diy mentality and it's that we'll figure it out we'll come up with a creative way to do it if we have to build something ourselves to make it work in that form of fashion we will and it's just it's the it's the ideas you know we want to be the idea people you know, we don't want to just take orders and make stuff, you know, come out of the printer and put it on something. We want to actually help come up with the idea or be a, be the solution. Yeah. The, you, I feel like you guys are more like 75% consulting than anything. You know, the end product, is, sure, you guys are a graphics company, but I feel like that's the final 25% of the whole product. You know, the consulting portion of it is where the real magic happens, making sure that the brainstorming all comes together. The product comes together to make sure that, you know, it looks perfect at the end, you know, just pops, catches your eye and all that. Yeah. There's a lot of that in the play. Uh, and, the, and the nice thing is too, is that we have so many well-rounded people that speak to so many different facets of what we do that, you know, Chris comes up with these ideas that I would have never thought. Of. And it's all just, no, no, my good. None of course. <laughs> but no, it's just it's it's a collaborative effort, not only internally but externally too, getting the the clients involved. It not making it feel like, you know, they're just sending something to us, but being part of the experience with us is a big big key to that. And that's where we hold that core value true of, you know, building those relationships, telling kick ass stories through our projects, stuff like that. Mm that we want to have happen every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of kick-ass stories, I do want to uh, touch a little bit on your involvement with the South Park characters in Empower Field. When I saw that on your Instagram, I was blown away. Like, you could, wait, Harmonic Media did this? This is amazing. I mean, I am a huge fan of uh, South Park, but tell me about your guys' involvement with um, the South Park characters being out in the stands for a little bit of context with everyone. Um, ever since COVID hit, you know, obviously the stadiums are not at capacity or if, even when it first started out, um, 
people couldn't go to these football games. So what better way to fill up these stands than cutouts of your favorite South Park characters? So I could not find one character who was not in those stands. So that is amazing. He was there. The entire thing. Yeah. Um, that one was, it was a cool project to do. It was a, a very large undertaking. So kind of the backstory was that free getting people back into the stadium, uh, what is it, Kick Harbor and Matt Stone had an idea that they came across and being local boys here, they wanted to put the city of South Park into uh, the stadium and they were getting ready to do a COVID episode. So they really were like trying to do this PR push for it. And the weekend or the week before that game where they got him into the stands, we get a phone call saying, hey, we want to put a thousand characters into the stands. Can we do this? And we're like, sure. You know, and then it was just like, okay, great. And then two days later, it was like, go. And all of a sudden, it was just figuring out how to get all these things on press, get them cut out, get them delivered to the stadium so they get installed. It was just this crazy whirlwind of a project that when it was all over with, the next Monday, we come in and just, you know, posting on social media and back and forth, people are about it and everything like that. And then the big joke was, we got a sports center highlight. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, and all the characters were uh, COVID friendly. They were all wearing masks. That's that's very great. They were so doing a really good example. They were social distance in the stands, which was really funny. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that was just one of those things that um, just being who we are, you know, helped out in that. And then our relationship with the Broncos too, you know, we were partners with those guys as well. And just doing stuff alongside companies and organizations like that is it's fun you know it's not this isn't a job that any of us yeah is what our passion is and this is what we love to do and you know we help try to show that with everything that we do with everybody and that's why it's it for us the there is no advertising that really goes into it everything that we've done is you know referral or social media and just our you know, our mentality behind piggybacking on that a little bit, that referrals and, um, being warmly introduced by another person that you already trust, um, just gives it that much more of an, a connection with other people, you know, I mean, as opposed to someone who just finds you on the internet, who could just someone that's kicking tires. Right. And speaking of the whole Denver Broncos scene, um, I do want to bring up another one of your projects where the God of death, Anubis was right in front of empower field. I, I, what was it? The Denver museum uh, was putting on this a- exhibit of uh, Egyptian mythology, pharaohs and mummies and things like that. And it was right in front of empower field and harmonic media had a super cool event um, relating to the God of death, probably the most metal of all gods that I know of. Um, tell us a little bit more about that story. I was before my time, but apparently we put a Jersey on. Yeah. Um, because, uh, he had a six pack where Wes only has a four pack. <laughs> We're a little jealous. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, no, uh, it was even before my time. Uh, there was only a couple of years before I started, but I knew, uh, working along with Tyler and those guys, I remember when they were doing that project and the story was they had this like 35 foot tall sculpture that was getting put out in front of it was in Vesco at the time 
funny. Why would you put the God of death in front of your football stadium? <laughs> oh, right. Which is even worse because what happened is the Broncos went on a losing streak right when they put the oh. like, okay, take it down and get it out of here. <laughs> because it was football season, uh, the Museum of Nature and Science was like, let's throw a Broncos jersey on this thing. And, you know, Tyler gets the phone call and they're like, sure, let's figure out how to do this. Let's take a look at it and get out there. So they went out and looked at it and somehow figured out how to put a jersey on this 35 foot tall sculpture. Everything from the, the production of how to get it made and get it put together all the way through the installation of actually putting it on the sculpture. I imagine Tyler out there with one of the tape measures, like a working like, like taking the measurements and like, which I'm on, there you go. Like a tailor. <laughs> Full on seamstress, yeah. you know, like tailoring the, the, the suit to him. But yeah, it was, it was one of those projects that I, I've never seen anything like it before. And, you know, outside of the stadiums in like Chicago and New York and stuff like that, where they have statues. Yeah. They'll put the jerseys on those guys, but to do it in front of the Egyptian God of War, it's a pretty amazing feat to get it done. Yeah. It, um, it was, it was so cool. And it's such a good thing to have in your, in your gallery of just like, yeah, we did this. This is really weird and cool. And we were part of, yeah, no joke. And that thing like fit him, you know, I think Tyler did a really good job of measuring if he's the one measuring. <laughs> I, I want to say, I mean, you guys, uh, put this on your website that it was an, an official uniform for the Broncos. And so for a brief moment in time, you had the God of death on the Broncos team. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Way to go guys. Third round draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, hey, which one of the projects that are these larger, you know, national scale? Uh, we also do a ton of local business. And one thing I like watching is no matter who the current, whoever the client is coming through, whatever the project coming through, is that attention to detail and everything is, um, you, they're giving the Bronco, we're giving the Broncos the same attention as we are, you know, gym down the street um you know there's no discerning you know it doesn't matter that you know um you know that you're the broncos or your gyms and car washing down the street whatever it is you know that same customer service that's the attention to detail the same quality the same experience uh if you're a little guy you know local business or uh you know the denver broncos which is really as the new guy i guess coming in seeing how a testament to the character of everyone here because we're you know we're a local business ourselves, we're a small business. Treat you know, everyone with respect. Um, you don't see that a lot of times, especially in this industry. It's a it's a dollar amount, it's a paycheck. Oh, you're only X amount of dollars. Fine here, uh, but oh, you're the Denver Broncos. It's the marquee project. Um, you know, getting the the top class, uh, or your top shelf mm-hmm. customer service and, and product is a. Uh, um, yeah, it's just amazing to see the team here and to, that, and again, to be a part of it is uh, awesome. Everyone gets top shelf customer service, not just the national brands for sure. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, we pride ourselves on our customer. It's fun. I mean, everybody's project is different and everybody's got something cool that they're going to bring to the table. And, you know, why not make it the best that it can be? Last thing I do want to bring up with you guys, um, well, at least mainly Chris, uh, my favorite restaurant of all time is Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And apparently Snoop Dogg's favorite restaurant of all time. I don't know if you knew that, Chris, but 
I, I would travel from San Diego to LA uh, at least once a quarter just to have the greasy gravy all over my hands. Um, I love, I always have to have the gravy on the chicken. Uh, the waffles are amazing and I hardly use silverware. I mean, maybe for the waffles, but that's about it. Um, I mean, what got you to Roscoe's? Are you familiar with that area, Chris? Uh, I'm not, I'm Carl native. So, uh, it, uh, yeah, I mean, just we're on the street, um, and it's become my go-to, it's my go-to restaurant when I'm in LA. Uh, there's one in Anaheim, which, uh, I don't know. The NAM show was virtual this year. Unfortunately, I wasn't out there to go check out the National Association of Music Merchants. Um, huge guitar show next year. Um, to, yeah, we've got some uh, some clients out there and some friends. Um, you know, again, being creative and musician, it's always good to get out there. But uh, yeah, there's one out in uh, yeah one out in Grand Island. Um, I'll go to if I'm there. If I'm in LA, there's one in Inglewood. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm visiting the folks at Viacom, there's one across the street. Um, so yeah, in my, uh, my business travels, I, uh, uh, yeah, I've been to, I think three or four of them in, in California. So yeah, it's, it's my go-to, uh, I have to stop there every time I'm in town. Um, some people say in and out burger, in and out's fine. Um, there's a couple here in Colorado no, I'm not great, but, uh, uh, yeah, when I'm in uh, California, that is one of the, uh, that is the one thing I have to get before I go. I, there's nothing like that. Yeah, it's iconic, man. Uh, you're you're a man of culture. I I, I appreciate that. You know, the the whole Roscoe's feel is it's near and dear to my heart. You know, I I travel hundreds of miles just for that thing. So that's amazing. Well, but why would? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking, how far is it to LA from now? I can <laughs> get sixteen hours, give or take. <laughs> Another great example. I mean, business doing well. Every time I'm there, the staff's just tremendous. I mean, they, they make a great product. Um, again, having some endorsement from Snoop Dogg is probably helpful. Um, I mean, I'd say so. He, he didn't endorse me, and I'm doing okay. I mean, <laughs> are you doing that? Uh, the official signage graphics partner of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you'd have to practice a lot of marijuana leaves in your drawings, so... Guys, thanks so much uh, for being on the Big Locals podcast. But I do have a couple of last questions for both of you. Maybe I'll uh, ask each, each of you separately. These are the no-brainer questions. Uh, I've sort of set them up so that they would be no-brainers. But as of late, they haven't been really no-brainers. They, people would have to think about it. But so take your time, whatever. These don't have to be no-brainers. They could be all-brainers, if you will. But uh, we'll start with Wes on this. If you had some advice for your younger self, what would it be? We were joking about this earlier, actually. Mine just kept coming back of don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> you know, that could go so many ways. Um, <laughs> right. I think we, uh, that, yeah. Um, mine would probably be just stay diligent, you know, um, keep on and keep it on. Um, no, just there's, there is ways to make money and enjoy your work and do what you do and love it all at the same time so just stay diligent Hmm. yeah keep on keeping on never stop never stopping chris what about you um along the same lines of wes you know uh happiness is worth a lot of money if that wasn't it 
No, it's good. No, but you're good. you're innocent. <laughs> right. Like Wes is like, yeah, whatever. It's not as cool as mine. It's not cool. <laughs> All right, number two of the no-brainers. Uh, Wes, who deserves a shout-out? Um, I guess mainly to Harmonic Media in specific. Um, and who has supported and hyped up the Harmonic Media presence along the way? Oh, wow. Um, there's there's a lot of people. Um, one of the longest-standing clients that we've had, and who's just a, a great partner of ours that we've helped out through the years, uh, an agency called AOR. Um, Matt Keeney, uh, the CEO over there is just a great guy and just a, a, a great friend now to all of us. Those guys do great work on an agency level. Um, landed some awesome contracts this year, which I was so good to see them do just, you know, they're blowing up. I mean, over the years watching them grow and they're just, they're blowing up now, which is awesome. Um, God, there's so, there's just, there's so many people, um, the city of Inglewood too. I mean, we've been here from day one and there's so many good local businesses in this area, South Broadway area, all that fun stuff. Um, just aside, I mean, just being supportive of who we are, you know, helping out our, in our community here. It you know, has been great. That's awesome. What about you, Chris? Any additional things to put in there? Wow. Shout out. Uh, I mean, the Harmonic crew, like the Harmonic fan, um, which sounds silly because there's everyone here, but just like uh, the folks over AOR, just, uh, you know, our partners that we're, you know, constantly just in touch with, just saying, hey, be part of it. Um, you know, in my short time here, I've seen, uh, seen the connections that are made. Just a, a shout out to all of them. I could go on for hours. Mutiny Information Cafe, uh, Pearl, uh, Pearl Cycles. They just opened a new shop. Uh, Evergroove. A recording studio up in uh, in uh, Evergreen. Uh, good friends of ours. We'll be doing some work with us soon. Nice. In a past life of mine, I was a studio engineer or sound engineer and uh, doing some recording. And um, I don't know, just just hearing even recording studios and bands and things like that reminds me of the good old days of pre-COVID even. It's, it's kind of crazy um, how much our lives have changed and venues are shutting down. There's got to be something about that where we need to like, keep them open one way or another, you know? I mean, have, have you guys even thought about that? Or I, maybe, I, I don't know what's your take on that. It's something that's near and dear to all of our arts. I mean, we're all big music people. So to see places that are struggling and to know that there's musicians and the roadies crew alone, I mean, the, the guys that, you know, that's their livelihood. It's, it's disheartening. And I know that there's a lot of bands and people that are setting up funds for these people. Um, so it's getting involved with that somehow. Um, and it's tough because it's, it'd be easy to put on, you know, some sort of event, but events are far and few between and they're so hard to do right now. And I mean, we're, we're anxious to have concerts back. I mean, I, I miss, I miss, you know, live music and just being a part of that and not having that now is Oh man, I can't, I miss the sweaty mosh pits. I miss the overpriced beers. I mean, everything about it, even just seeing bands and feeling the music, you know, it, it, it's a whole different feeling than, you know, just listening to it via Spotify or Bandcamp or whatever. All right. So moving on to number three of the no brainers, what's the next big thing for harmonic media and can the audience provide anything of value to you? Maybe uh, more exposure, anything that you're looking for in house, maybe next good thing coming. I, I, we've got a bunch of projects coming. Um, 
unfortunately can't talk about them all. Um, but there's a lot of cool things coming. A lot of uh, both local and national brands are wanting to do some cool stuff. So um, yeah, we've got a lot of a lot of things you're going to see out in the in the wild. Um, you know, soon. You know, what can listeners do to just keep supporting local business? I mean, whether it's I mean, oops, I from sense. Uh, but, uh, you know, whatever you need, I mean, um, you know, uh, there've been so many great guests, uh, the boozy bottom, just, uh, supporting that I mean, it's simple. It's easy. It's right. Well, and it's, yeah, it's the community thing. So, you know, support the community, you know, whether it's Denver as a whole or Inglewood, Parker, wherever, you know, support the community. I mean, that's what's going to get us all through all of this now and get us on the other side of it, you know? you know, have each other's back, you know, work together, you know, the, the division lines that have been drawn are huge, but you know, if we can figure out a way to work together and do things small that make a big impact, then let's do it all. Hell yeah, dude. I freaking love it ending on that. But, uh, last question though, what's the best way for people to contact, uh, harmonic media, uh, website, uh, there's a link on our website to get in touch. Uh, what is it? A website? Is it www.getharmonic.com? There it is. Not right there. Um, yeah. the phone gives a shout. You know, we're good with, you know, it's, it's fun to talk to people about what they want to do too. Emails are great. Um, they're the 24 hour receptionist, but you know, give us a shout out, you know, Chris will talk to you all day long about whatever. Sometimes you want just be nice. Yeah. It's got it. You just want help. Cool. <laughs> I just need friends, okay? Yeah, just call me, please. Well, unless my car warranty is up. Listen, make it You don't need a car. But, um, you know, again, so a lot of our business people just being friendly, knowing each other forever. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Give some help. Fantastic. Wes, Chris, thank you so much for being on the Big Locals podcast. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. I mean, you guys have left a lot of mystery, a lot of stuff for the audience to be begging for more. And I mean, if it's anything like what you guys have produced in the past, it's going to be excellent. It's going to be awesome. And I can't wait to see it all. But again, I much appreciate it for taking the time out of your day and hanging out with me and the fellow audience members and talking about Get Harmonic or Harmonic Media, I should say. But um, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for all you do get. Uh, we really appreciate that. So as a community, we dig it. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Nice. Ever since this interview, I've discovered more and more things that Harmonic Media has done without going to the public about it. Uh, like we mentioned in the interview, they were involved in the South Park cutouts at Empower Stadium during the pandemic, and they pimped out a ride for Las Vegas's hockey team, Golden Knights. They're interstate now, and we're spreading fast. Who needs a marketing department when you get referrals as strong as their previous clients? It's almost like they want to stay underground, though, much like their punk roots and DIY mentality. Keep on keeping on, Harmonic Media, and never stop, never stopping. For those of you who don't know, I'm a licensed agent here in the state of Colorado, assisting first-time homebuyers and house hackers here in the greater Denver area. Got any questions like, how's the market? Where should I live? What the heck is house hacking? I love talking about the real estate inside and outside of business hours. If you have any questions, hit me up via IG on ian.realestateagent or even through the Big Locals podcast Instagram. I'm here to serve and educate.
And I'll leave you all with the featured song Galaxy by In The Whale, first introduced in the beginning of this episode. Cheers, and as always, shop local, support local, Big Locals Podcast. See ya! Start off. Yeah!